Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. And I think that's all that we know needed to be able to do. <laughs> Indeed. Hi, everybody. This is Jillian. Hi, it's Maggie. And welcome to a podcast of smut and dragons. <laughs> I'm going to say it like um, Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Dragons. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. That was a really good Hiccup impression. Thank you. That's oh a God. really good movie series, uh, Series first Incredible of all. Incredible movies. My, um, Grace and I watched, my sister and I watched it the other day. Um, babies were taking a nap. We were just watching it for fun. Yeah. Um, and... She said that she had been listening to the soundtrack for like weeks afterwards, and I didn't know this, but she's like, the soundtrack is so beautiful. I can't, I can't listen to Test Drive without crying. It's so good. I can't. It's like, I don't know. It just makes like your heart swell, and I'm just like, yes, I'm feeling something. <laughs> I'm not dead inside anymore. I can feel the wind blowing through my hair. I feel free. I, <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, anyway, so welcome back to a podcast of Schmutt and Dreams. Welcome back to a smart podcast of a smart cast of Schmutt and to a smart cast of smut and dragons <laughs> a smart cast of smut and schmaggins and smut and schmaggins today we're going to talk about schmut <laughs> and sometimes schmaggins and schmut and schmaggins are you going to go first or are you going to go first we're going to do rock paper scissors we bitch. are going to do rock paper scissors <laughs> i was like preparing my hands while i said okay ready are you gonna go first and you got your hands up all right ready, ready? rock One, paper two. scissors shoot <laughs> i said the wrong thing okay what did you think <laughs> She said, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. No. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> okay. Okay. I win. Maggie goes first. I win. Victory is mine. Okay, today. Sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about. A book. Probably. A book. Two wrongs make a right. <gasps> oh my god, that cover. The cover is stunning. Oh my god. And this man right here, this man right here, this yeah. is my man. That's your man? I say this fully married. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by him. And I stand by it because this is my man now. Look at the glasses. The oh my gla- god. The glasses. Let me tell you about the what glasses. What you guys can't see, the cover is, if you look it up, the cover is a very handsome man. Um, in an illustrative style, wearing tortoiseshell glasses and a blue sweater with a collared shirt underneath, staring lovingly down on a woman that he's holding who has sort of like ombre hair and a tattoo sleeve. And a yellow dress. And a yellow dress. It's very... Stone in. Yeah, it's it's in the book. 
um, that they meet like this. Okay, so I'll give you the Ooh. I'll give you the premise. Can't give me the premise. Lay it on me. Okay, so <clears throat> two wrongs make a right. Yeah, we've got um, Beatrice. Okay, and we have mm-hmm. Jamie. There we go. <laughs> I'm so Jamie sorry. Jamie, it's over and Jamie's gone. We have Jamie and Beatrice. So yeah. the author said that she based this on uh, Much Ado About Nothing, which is oh, my favorite Shakespeare play. The best Shakespeare yeah. play. Um, literally, it's it's basically like, like, not enemies to lovers, but it basically is like two people that everyone's like, oh, you guys could never get along. If anyone hasn't seen the play or read it, it's fine. We're not elitist. We just have theater degrees. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Unfortunately, a red flag about us. We both have BAs in theater. <laughs> we really do. Um, but basically, Shakespeare's much to do about nothing. It's kind of the like the the classic like rom com like oh they could, they're so different they could never get along they they're definitely so could never fall in love they butt heads they have banter yeah. They have- Back and forth. And it's so sexually it's tense. Like, it's like a, a, yeah, it's like a rivals sort of thing. Yeah. And then their friends trick them into basically falling in love. And their friends trick them into thinking that the other one is in love with them. Yes. And so then they fall in love. Yeah. So that's the premise of Much Ado About Nothing. Anyway, so this book, um, you've got Beatrice, who is, and this is why I was like, Jillian, you have to read this. You have to read this because it's, it's like me and you. Okay. <laughs> so Beatrice is an artist. Okay. She's a painter. Okay. Um, she is an erotic artist. Ooh. She works at um, this place called the Edgy Envelope is a stationery store and she designs their stationery. And what she does is she does these really beautiful like floral patterns and different abstract designs. And if you look closely, there's actually erotic art within That's them. That's cute. I love that. Which I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with that. Okay. She's covered in tattoos. And she's got this one tattoo that's like, you know, it's a bee and it's got flowers. And she designed it herself. And she is on the spectrum. Yeah. She is autistic. Queen. And she's just like me for real. It's like like same bestie. There's so many times she was reading. She would like be describing things. And I'm like, oof. Mm. Oof. Same. Um, So then you have Jamie. And Jamie is a pediatrician. He is, and he wears glasses, which is not a personality trait, but it's very important. It's not a personality trait, but it's, it's, (laughs) it is. It's important to know. It's important to know. It's important to know. Some of us have a thing. (laughs) And that thing. And I'm a person with a thing. (laughs) And that thing is tortoiseshell glasses. Nothing is tortoiseshell glasses. Just glasses in general, but I'll take... I fuck with the tortoise shell. Listen, if a man For me. is reading a book with glasses. Or a gold wire rim. Oh my God. Take off your clothes. Just take off your pants uh, and <laughs> stick it in my mouth. <laughs> Immediately. As long as you look at me through those glasses. Look, don't take them off. <laughs> I, don't care. So, I don't care if we smudge them off. <laughs> So he's a pediatrician. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um he is uh he has severe anxiety, social anxiety especially. So 
author's note, she wrote, I really want to have a neurodivergent couple. It's important because everyone should be able to have romance. Yes. Not just neurotypical people. Yes. You know? So immediately I'm like, say no more. I'm ready. I'm here. Um, so I'm on board. Uh, Beatrice and Jamie meet at a party. Beatrice has a twin sister named Juliette. Juliet. And <laughs> that would be um, fitting. So Juliet is Beatrice's twin sister, and uh, Jean Claude, who is uh, Jamie's childhood friend. Family friend slash they live together as well. They're roommates. And they were roommates. And they were roommates. Not in like a roommate's way. They're just roommates. Anyway, they meet at a party. And Juliet, Jean-Claude, they're like, you guys need to meet. I think you would really like each other. Of course, both of them have like terrible breakups in their history and they're swearing off dating and all this stuff. They meet. They immediately clash. She thinks he's so like such a stick in the mud he's so like he's very very neat in particular and keep buttons his little cuffs and rotates them so they're just in the middle of his wrist he mm-hmm. describes that several times mm-hmm. and she's obviously messy messy she's drinking peppermint schnapps in the closet because she's at a party and it's too <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> and she needs to get drunk first uh-huh. and i'm like oh my god <laughs> Um, and they meet and she's immediately like, he's way too stiff, way too boring. I'm going to be way too chaotic for him. And they clash and they have a terrible meeting anyway. And they've met several times because of this. But then of course there's this connection. Yeah. There's just something. There's something there underneath it. Jillian, Uh when I tell you, this is also a dual POV. Oh God, I love that. When I tell you this man is obsessed with her immediately immediately obsessed with her he's like not admitting it to himself but literally obsessed with her there's a moment where they're like playing a scavenger hunt or something and everyone has to hide in the house during the party and they end up hiding in the same closet and like they're in the same vicinity and he's literally every chance he gets he's like he is thinking <laughs> literally <laughs> Every chance he gets, he is thinking dirty thoughts about her. There's a point where he's like, he's having to like help her with her boot or something at one point. Mm -hmm. And he's literally like, oh, she's got her leg like right next to my face. All I have to do is turn and kiss her leg and then just keep going up that skirt. And and then he stops because he's like, oh my God. And it is a it's a constant stream of that. This man. He's got it bad. He's, he is like the quiet, like, he's like the quiet guy, but he is just so obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. Um, so, okay. So then they clash. Mm -hmm. They're not right for each other. No. Okay. Then Juliet and Jean-Claude separately Uh go to each of them Uh and they're like, hey, listen, I'm sorry that that meetup was so awful um I realize you don't like that guy blah 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 um I have a date for you for Saturday okay Okay. and I'm putting this person's number in your phone and you're gonna refer to them as this um that's not really their name but this is how you're gonna refer to them and just text okay 
you have you you guys are going to meet on Saturday in front of this bakery blah blah that blah. You got mailed them. <laughs> really they really did. Okay? So you're not going to all you need to do is just text, okay? And don't talk about like specifics of your life because sure. you don't I don't want you guys to find out who you are yet. Just like get to know each other. And of course, like I, when you think about it, like it's actually perfect for someone with like social yeah. anxiety, autism. Yeah. Like you just break down all that kind of stuff, and you get to just share mm-hmm. your heart. And of course, they are like pouring their hearts out to each other over the course of a week, <laughs> and it's just like so sweet and all of this stuff. And then they're like, "I'm actually really excited to meet them. Like this is actually really great." And they meet at the park bench. And then they see each other and like, oh my God, what are you doing here? Blah, 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 blah. And JB like looks at Beatrice and he's like, you're wearing a yellow dress. Because he realized that the person he was texting said she would be wearing a yellow dress. And she goes, yeah, so what about it? And he's like, navy blue sweater, glasses. You're Addie. And she's like, oh, my God, you're Ben or whatever. His middle name's Benedict, by the way. Of course. <laughs> and, and she's and they just are like, oh, my God, they set us up and all of this stuff. So they're pissed. They're OK. Pissed. They are so pissed. But they're going to fall in love, right? They already in fell in love a little okay, bit. OK, they did. OK, but yeah. then they're like, obviously, like, this is never going to happen. Mm-hmm, you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look and they see like, um her sister and her boyfriend like hiding in plain sight they're like have disguises on and they're just watching them so Beatrice is like this is terrible we're gonna get revenge we're gonna pretend we're dating (gasps) (laughs) oh Beatrice Beatrice yeah you're gonna pretend all right they and boy do they pretend they pretend so hard they are so good at (laughs) pretending they're dating they are so good at pretending they're obsessed with each other they are so good at kissing each other in front of people putting on that show it is too easy you might say a little too natural, you might say. So, some might say. <laughs> some might say, not me. Not me. Um, I didn't say it. So this book, I was losing my shit every minute because you've got the romance. You've got the really sweet, constant, mm-hmm. like, inclusion and representation of her, like, her saying things, her, just like mentioning specific things like Mm -hmm. you know um like she'll just mention it casually where she's like you know i'm watching his facial expressions i can't really i don't i'm not great at reading facial expressions but i do notice when they change and this one really changed blah 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 yeah and i'm just like oh yeah and then and and it's just like there's different things okay i gotta tell you this one particular part that just was like i died Okay, so she has autism. Yeah. And one of the things that they talk about. Yeah. They also are like, we need to be comfortable with each other. So we should probably hang out, right? We should probably hang out just one on one. Because we got to convince people that we're in love, right? People need to think that we're hanging out one on one. So we got to actually do that so that we like. And then they become friends and it's so easy and wonderful. Okay. 
So at one point they're having dinner and he makes her some kind of dish and it has vegetables in it. And she's like pushing the vegetables kind of to the side and she's trying to be subtle about it. And he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, um, I don't eat vegetables. And he and he without missing a beat, he's like, "Okay." he's not like freaked out about it because she's thinking like, oh, my God, the doctor, he's going to like start giving me a lecture. He's like, "Okay." Um, is it like a sensory thing? Immediately guessed it, right? And she's like, yeah, I just, I can't seem to eat them. Yeah. It's not, I, I've tried, but I just can't eat them. And he goes, okay, have you tried like purees or anything like that? And she's like, something about the texture. It's always a little too lumpy and too thick. It just doesn't work and I can't do it. Um, but I can do certain like raw vegetables. And he's like, okay, all right, you don't eat vegetables. And then just moves on. Next thing you know, she's like at his house at one point and he opens his freezer to do something and she goes, Jamie, what is that? And he like slams the freezer and she's, he's like, you weren't supposed to see that. And she's like, what is that? And she opens it and it's frozen bags of soup. And he's like, it's, um, it's vegetable purees. I, um, I've been trying out different ones to see what would work for you. And she's like, my pretend boyfriend is not supposed to be trying out vegetable purees to see which ones I can eat. And I. It's almost like he's it's almost like, hey, it's almost like he may not be your boyfriend for pretend. Have you considered that? Have you considered he's not pretending? Have you considered it's not pretend? It's not pretend. Oh, God. And the whole time, they're becoming obsessed with each they're other, obsessed. Julian. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with them. I'm like, do you guys want a third? Do you want to pretend to have do a third? Do you guys need a third? Because I'm available. I'm not. I'm fully married. But I'm I can, fully monogamously uh, married. It's not that serious, You guys have been together for 12 years. Yeah. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Um, so I was, I was obsessed. Okay. So... As far as spice is concerned, <laughs> I like to hear the slow exhale. That's how you know it's going to be good. Okay, so as far as frequency is concerned, mm-hmm. it's a three. Right. Um, However. <laughs> I just, I just, I, mm-hmm. I have no words. Mm-hmm. For how good it was. They get down. They get down. They get dirty. There's edging. There's <laughs> I there's spanking. I am just like I'm I'm they obsessed. Get spicy. They get spicy. Um and I loved it. So for spiciness scale, it's a three. And this is my new man. Oh my god, okay. Okay, this part. This is what I mean by, like, he's just so freaking cute and he's obsessed with her. I love this. Okay, and this is why he's my man. Yeah. All right, so there's a point where they are, um, they've decided they're going to fake date. They live close to each other and they ended up running into each other at the grocery store, like, late at night. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's in, like, these insane leggings and, like, basic pajamas and all of this stuff. And he runs into her and she's got, like, tampons and a gigantic bottle of lube in her, in her 
basket. The classic combination. And she's, and it's just like, why, why did I? Why did I have to see you when I was buying embarrassing stuff? <laughs> okay. So there's a point where they're talking and, you know, she's kind of sniffling. They have a kind of an emotional moment where in he's. In the grocery store. In the grocery store. With the lube. With the lube present. <laughs> with and the, all of that. Not in front of my lube. <laughs> so there's a point where. Okay, so I'm going to read you this part. So they okay. just had their moment where he basically is like, you can kind of be honest with me because yeah. obviously you don't. we're not trying to impress each other. So if you need something or you can buy pads in front of me and all that stuff, like yeah. you can be honest with me. It's fine. And then she, so silence stretches between us. Okay, she says finally, that's sniffling. She dabs her nose. That's cool. Oh, God, I made her cry. This is from Jamie's perspective. The physician in me takes over, reasoning that if her purchases are timely, her hormonal pattern makes this the part of the month where she's most likely to cry about anything. It's the time when comforting things, a cozy couch, a heating pad, a warm meal she doesn't have to make are most welcome. Why don't the words die in my throat? Hmm? She glances up at me, eyes watery, her nose red with the threat of crying. Why don't you come over for dinner? He's literally like, okay, so she's probably hormonal. She needs something cozy. She needs dinner. I guess I'll just make her dinner. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh, oh. <clears throat> I'm obsessed with him. So Jamie is my man, and uh, I give this book. I would give this four and a half out of five. Four and a half. Four and a half out of five for sure. This is a really, this just, I mean, this was like oozy, like good, yeah, ooey gooey, comfort, cozy romance. I loved it. It yeah. made me happy. It was perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect. The sister's perfect. boyfriend is an asshole. And uh. there are moments where I am very unhappy. Um, but there's got to be conflict somewhere. Gotta, you know? Got to be somewhere. You know? Um, there was like a one moment where I was like, Jamie, I feel like maybe you could have done more here, yeah. but it wasn't like to, it was one of those points where it was like, if this were real life, would I really expect him to? Right. Know? Anyway, but so four and a half, but, uh, she is setting it up because there's three sisters. Mm -hmm. There's, um, Beatrice who we know, Beatrice has a twin sister and then they have a younger sister, Kate, who has a real clashy relationship with one of their other friends, Christopher. And I was reading it and I was like, this feels like a setup. And then I saw that this is the Wilmot Sisters series. So there's going to be a second book for sure. But yeah, four and a half out of five they're stars. All, they're all going to be Shakespeare inspired, right? Obviously. I sincerely hope so. You would think that Juliet's would be Romeo and Juliet. And you would think that Kate is maybe Taming of the Shrew. Or oh something. my God. Yeah. You are so smart. <laughs> I have a theater degree. <laughs> you have a theater degree? <laughs> you have a literal theater degree. I literally have read a Shakespeare. A Shakespeare in my time, <laughs> indeed. Maybe, perhaps, been in one once. I've seen an iambic pentameter. <laughs> <laughs> Seen and I am. <laughs> I know what I'm about. <laughs> so 
so today, we are going to talk about that time I got drunk and saved a demon. Ah! <laughs> oh, I've been wanting to read this book. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Cinnamon is <laughs> what a name her name is cinnamon she's a spice farmer her whole family is spice farmers her mother thought she was clever she named her cinnamon her and her brothers cumin and 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 chili yeah oh my god <laughs> and yeah and they have this big farm and like they all live on the farm in different houses right so we start off there's like a festival it's like a I think it's in the summer. I don't know. There's like some sort of festival or something going on in the town. She's hanging out with her friend Brie, who's a cheesemonger, whose mother also thought she no, was clever. <laughs> Damn it. And they're hanging out and they're drinking and um, things get a little out of hand. Brie is like, Brie is like, you are drunk and you need to go home Come and on, sleep cinnamon. it off. Um, a sin. She called her friends call her sin for short. Okay, I know, right? <laughs> so she's like, "Fine, I'm not that drunk, but fine." And she starts walking home, like through the woods and through the fields mm-hmm. at night by herself. I think I know what happens next. And then she hears like a bunch of like rocks fall and she's like oh my god it looks like the end like she sees like smoke like billowing up and she's like oh my gosh it looks like there was a like a rock slide over there and i hope no one got hurt let me go check that no one got hurt and she gets closer and she starts to hear someone like moaning from in the rocks and she's like ah somebody's in there something's bad and um she gets a little closer and she's like, keep calling out so I can find you, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they keep sort of making sounds and she gets closer and then she finds this man who's very tall with long black hair. Mm. And she's like, I got to get him out of the rock. So she, like, gets him out and then he's, like, disoriented and he's like, okay, thank you. Um, You should probably run, though. And she goes, What? And he goes, it would be very impolite to kill the person who just saved you. And then, like, his eyes change. <gasps> and, like, he, like, you all of a sudden see, like, these horns on his head. And he starts to chase her. And so this whole place is, like, there's a gate where demons live beyond that gate. And people need to protect the gate to make sure that the demons don't come because they're crazy and they kill people. Oh. Um, and... This is not a normal occurrence. Demons are not supposed to be able to get this far. Somehow he like shot himself here. And um, now she's being chased through the fields of her farm by a demon. And she's like, ah, and she's running through the cinnamon groves. And she grabs one of the sticks off the ground. And like when he gets too close, she like bonks him in the face with the with the cinnamon stick and like throws it and runs. And she runs toward her parents house because that's closer um, so she runs to her parents' house and she like barricades the door behind her with all this furniture and her parents like wake up. It's the middle of the night and they're like, what are you doing? And she's like, there was a demon chasing me through the fields. And they're like, you're drunk. <laughs> and she's like, I, but for real though. And they're like, you're drunk. And um, she like barricades herself in. She doesn't see any evidence of him. She does. She didn't hear him chasing her after she hit him with the stick. Um, and then 
she's like, fine, well, I'm just going to get some sleep. And she goes up to the guest room. She falls asleep. She wakes up in the morning and her brother's like, hey, like, what's going on? And she's like, shut up. And he's like, if you don't get downstairs, I'm going to eat all of the scones or like whatever the breakfast. Her mother's like an amazing cook and like has made like a bunch of breakfast. Cinnamon rolls. It was cinnamon rolls. Um, (laughs) For cinnamon. Yeah, it was cinnamon rolls. Um, And she was like, no, shut up. She runs downstairs and they have breakfast with her family. Very cute, like funny, like witty family dynamics with them together. Like they've got to be. I know. And um. And they're eating breakfast at the table, and then all of a sudden, um, he pops in the window, like the kitchen window, and he's like, hey. And they're like, uh, and he's like, let me in. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what's going on? And they're like, do we need to fight you? And he's like, listen, if you try to fight me, I'd hurt you. And we don't need to do that. (laughs) And they're like, uh, and he's like, listen, I don't know what happened or why, or how you figured this out, or even if you knew, but somehow cinnamon, I guess, is the antidote to this spell that demons are under. Turns out demons are not crazy, like wild things that just kill people. They're under a spell mm. um, that is making them go crazy. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you guys have a goddess named Miva. Yeah, she's not a goddess. She's a lich who has manipulated apparently all of humankind into venerating her as a goddess which and protecting her phylacteries and um yeah good god and he's like but (laughs) we've got the cinnamon and her chalice is just up in the temple over there I can't go in because if I get near the chalice, the spell is too strong. I will start right. going crazy again. Right, right, right. I need you to come with me and I need you to go in and break the chalice, break her phylactery, and then we'll be good. We won't be under the reign of a lich anymore. And she's like, what if I don't want to do that? And he's like, then I'll just like hurt your family or whatever. And she's like, well, I don't want. <laughs> or whatever. And, and she's like, I don't want that. And <laughs> and then He's like, well, then I guess you're going to have to do it with me. And so they go up to the up to the uh, temple. He like waits outside. She goes in. He gives her like this amulet. He's like, if you don't believe me, throw the amulet into the temple and you'll see the true the true essence of your goddess. Oh, and like she comes up and she's like all oozy and like black and like decrepit and like gross and she's like ew this is maybe he's right this is not good grabs this like wooden chalice which is her phylactery and a bunch of like bone constructs are like trying to get her but she breaks it and then they all go away and then he's like great perfect we solved this we don't have to worry about Miva anymore and now we can go save all the demons and she's like yeah Good luck with that. Um, Have fun getting the other three temples. And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, there are three more chalices at the three other temples. Good luck with that. And she's like, I'm going to go home. And he's like, so pissed. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And she's like, bye. Because her whole thing is, I do not want to be the main character. I don't want to be the person who goes and protects the the gate. I'm not trying to be a hero. I don't want any part of this. I'm not trying to go on a quest. I just want to live my simple life on my farm. I just want to lay down. Okay. I just want to read a book and 
pick my spices and eat cheese with my friends. And that's it. <laughs> eat cheese. And that's it. And he's like, but we have to go on a quest now. And she's like, oh, I don't want to go on a quest. And he's like, but we have to. Because, like, I'll hurt your family or whatever. And she's like, oh, fine. So they embark on this quest to go break the other three chalices. Um, And listen, if somebody really genuinely was like, would you? You can either live in a cottage and have a little homestead or you can, you can go live on in a little family in a little fantasy village and <laughs> manage a spice farm and, and have a very simple boring life or you can go on this quest with me and battle and almost some- die like five times i would be like bitch i would absolutely. be like i i will take the cottage <laughs> thank you i will take the cottage and my mother's homemade cinnamon rolls that and you great. guys can find someone else to go on a quest um um, because I'm not interested in that option. Let me know um, if the village is about to be attacked, I guess. We love a reluctant hero. <laughs> we absolutely love a reluctant hero. So they embark on this quest. And all the while, like, it's it, like the tension. The tension, oh, the tension between tension. these two. And then, like, stuff happens. And there's this one part. This is still fairly toward the, toward the beginning. They're, like, on this journey. And, um... She, like, the first night, she, like, fishes up all these crawfish out of the swamp. And mm-hmm. she's, like, we're going to – she's a great cook. She's, like, we're going to make, like, a big seafood boil and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, mm. why are we eating water spiders? And she's, like, you need to trust me because it's delicious. And he trusts her and he eats it. And then he's, like, holy shit. It's delicious. Holy shit. And he doesn't doubt her on food ever again. Um, But then a few days later, after stuff happens, there – they have to like take a bath and they have to like go in the river to like bathe and she gets in and she's like ah. and then he gets in after her and then they're just like chatting and she looks over and she's like look at this weird log floating and she's like hey Fallon watch this and she like goes over to it and like bonks it and just straight up murks an alligator in the <gasps> river what <laughs> straight up like murders an alligator <laughs> in the river and then pulls it out and she's like we're gonna eat and he's like i'm in love with you <laughs> i'm in love with you and that like right after that he's like yeah i'm keeping you you're gonna be my wife and she's like what <laughs> sorry and she's like what and he's like yeah yeah you're gonna be my wife <laughs> and she's like i'm super not and he's like <laughs> yeah you are yeah you are <laughs> um yeah, and it's really funny, and it's written, like, the the one of the, there weren't, like, any particularly funny one-star, two-star reviews. Most of the gripes were, like, about the writing and, like, the vernacular. Like, it is a fantasy, like, traditional medieval D&D, like, setting, but they speak very modern. Mm-hmm. They, they make, like, modern references. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they... Just the way that their vernacular is. It sounds That's relatable fine. to me. <laughs> That's fine for me. I'm here for the vibes. I'm cool. And then some people are like, it was silly and and um not Wait, you're silly. And not likely. What's the word I'm looking for? Unrealistic or something like that. And not I'm like, believable. It's a fantasy book. Karen. Yeah. It's a fantasy book, Karen. Um not only that, it's fantasy porn. This is four peppers. <laughs> this is four peppers. This is four peppers. Hell yeah. This is four peppers. And they're good peppers. 
there's some spicy peppers. And there's some good peppers. And, ugh, it's just so funny. Like, laughing my ass off, like, silly stuff happens. Like, also, like, there's so many characters that, like, come in. Like, she, she, like, acquires a werewolf and, like, a, and, like, a, he's, like, got a human top part and then snake bottom part. I feel like it starts with an L. Lamia. Lamia. I don't know how to pronounce it. I would not have guessed um, that. But, uh, yeah, she finds, like, a couple of these other guys along the way, and, like, they just sort of build this crew as they go, like, to... to <laughs> they just build a they crew. They just build this crew, and then it's... And the dynamics between all of the different, like, characters are so fun. Oh, my God. And... The book had a very satisfying ending. There is a second book, and I'm sure there's going to be more. The second book is uh, that time I got drunk and yeeted a love potion at a werewolf. Yes. Which I also read and I also loved. It's one of those series where I was like, I love these two books equally. <laughs> I love okay. these two books equally. And that book follows Brie. Oh, my God. And the you know how girl? sometimes in like series like this, I don't know if you've ever well you've read like like a like a dark olympus and stuff yeah. like that like you'll see other like previous couples from laura olympus yeah Laura olympus from from dark olympus they'll kind of pop up here and there yeah. you know they'll have like you'll mm-hmm. see them for like maybe like one conversation or two yeah, 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 in yeah, another yeah, book yeah, yeah, yeah. but these characters are so like interwoven together like in the second one you see cinnamon and fallon a lot and like they're still very much a part of the story and what's going on and you're seeing like all of the setup for other couples that are going to have books at some point mm. down the line and i really like that i really like I having like a, a lot of that interaction and like the story of these characters is not done in this book it's still going it's still all interconnected and like really woven together and i thought that was really good I like some that. people think it's silly but i think those it's, people don't know how to have fun <laughs> those people are they just don't get to read, I guess. You're, I think, you're, you've lost your privileges. I think some people look at books that have like a silly premise or like say silly things and then they're like, this book is not good. And I'm like, maybe just learn to have fun. Maybe, maybe not everything has to be Shakespeare. Maybe this, book, <laughs> maybe this book isn't for you. Maybe it's not for you, but you know who it was for? Me. Yeah. <laughs> It was for me. It was for me. You say this book is silly. I know that. You know what else is silly? Me. <laughs> I am very silly. And, you know, if you're in a silly, goofy mood <laughs> and you just want some smut, these books are there. Pick it up. Pick it up. They're there. Yeah. They're pretty quick reads. They're like, I don't know how many pages anything is because I'm reading them on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah, know yeah, them yeah. in like, hours of amount of time it took me to read yeah, 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 yeah. and these books are like four hour reads oh yeah maybe five hour reads depending oh, yeah. on how quick of a reader this you is are. a good friday night right yeah. here it's like two days yeah you know of medium reading yeah you know? i love that <laughs> dude I, that. I like these books are i'm so glad they exist because so am I. Especially I live for them. I feel like especially as a mom, when we're so busy and involved with our kids and we're like 
I'm so emotionally exhausted. I don't always have time for the heavy high fantasy books. Yeah. That are battling gods and saving the world. Andrew's like, you got to finish Uprooted. And I'm like, yes, I do. However, I'm very much having fun reading four hour smut right now. (laughs) And I think I'm not out of this spell in my reading. Yeah. um, To move on to finishing that. Or to reading the new Brandon Sanderson book, or to reading, um, whatever. What's it is. The, what's the Stormlight book I haven't read yet? Rhythm of War. Rhythm of War. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like you just have to have energy for that, and you have to have like, yeah, you have to have mental energy for that, and 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 we don't. No, I'm not. I'm, but you know what? I, I have energy sometimes. for. A good old tortoiseshell glassed man. Period. That is being really nice. Period. <laughs> Period. Or you know what? A werewolf. A werewolf that is a super werewolf, sexy. A demon. A dragon, perhaps. I've got time. I've got time. And if I don't have time, I'll make time. <laughs> we don't need to get... Here's the thing. People complain about how, like, oh, it's not a real science fiction, or the world building is sloppy. I'm not here for that. I do not care. <laughs> I do not care. I do not care. <gasps> I do not care. I don't care. Um. Yeah, so it's four peppers. It's 4.5 stars. Four, yeah. 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 4.5. Yeah. I feel like 4.5 is like, it's really good. Yeah. It's not the most incredible book I've ever read. Yeah. But I don't have notes. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have any, anything specifically kind of negative to say. Yeah. No. But this is not other, like, I, I can need see the- where other people would. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I'm not that picky. No. I will give it 4.5 and I, four peppers. Yeah. I, I feel like and five out of five stars. I will feel stars, good about that. I feel like five out of five stars is I'm going to go buy the hardcover and display this on my bookshelf. Five out of five stars is I, is is this is really good. I'll be thinking about this a lot. That's true. And I will be thinking about this a lot because I do like it. I can't wait for the next one to come out. Um, but... But like Dowry of Blood was a five. Yeah. And Gideon is a obviously five. Obviously the Lock Tomb series is a Obvious, five. Obviously the Lock Tomb series is a five. Obviously. And um yeah. So I think four point five. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, Maggie. Yes, Jillian. In terms of um mouthfeel, mm, I would say. Mouthfeel. How what was two wrongs make a right? The feel of the mouth. Mm. Yeah. How did that one feel in your mouth? So, I would say mm-hmm. you're laying on a park bench. Okay. The sun is shining on you. Mm-hmm. You've got a coffee. Is it hot or iced? It's hot, but it's okay. Cause it's I mean, like it's a warm day, but you're like it's a yeah. hot coffee. Um, and there's, you know, there's a breeze, and there's the smell of. Mexican food in the air and there's a taco truck nearby. I think maybe there's a taco truck and you're in the park. Uh and there's a couple playing chess across from you. And you are you decide, okay, I'm gonna walk home. Uh and you walk home and you are 
a car like flies by and you almost like, woo, you're trying to yeah. step into the crosswalk. You almost get hit. But then like the car just flies by and you're like, ah, asshole. But it's fine because, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's still a good day. Right. And then you just walk in and you uh, get into your home and you've got your blanket around you and you snuggle on up and you've got some dino nuggies that you're chi- yeah. chewing on. And, you know, you just, it's a good day. Yeah. And you just kind of snuggle up in bed and you go to sleep. Yeah. So a cozy day with just a sprinkle of a near-death experience. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle of drama, if you will. A <laughs> little bit of a whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. That time I got drunk and saved a demon. Mm. In terms of mouthfeel? In terms of the feel of the mouth. It is a... Early fall, late summer, like warm but not hot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sunny day, mm-hmm. and you are having a picnic with mm-hmm. someone, and you're not sure how you feel about this person yet. You kind of like them, but maybe it's like your third date or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you thought, let's let's do something a little crazy, and so you bring a plate. Of like a dozen cinnamon rolls. Okay. But they're like Russian roulette cinnamon rolls. Oh no. One one of them has like cayenne pepper in it. Ah! And you know, you mixed them up. You don't know which one's which. Mm -hmm. But the odds are 11 to 1. You're gonna get a sweet one. You obviously are gonna get a sweet one. But you don't. You don't. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) But you don't. You're that unlucky bastard. Yeah. And that's, that's a, oh, I never told you the author. Oh, I didn't say the author either. Chloe Lease. Right? Kimberly <laughs> Lemming. That time I got drunk and saved a, lim- a demon by Kimberly Lemming. Way to go, Kimberly In terms Lemming. of mouthfeel, that's what it was. Way to go, Kimberly Lemming. Way to go, Chloe Lease. It- Great job, Chloe. Great job, Kim. Clip, clop, clip. Clip, clop, clip. Wow, we cannot stop being tongue-tied. Anyway, thanks so much for coming to our podcast today. I've been Jillian. I was Maggie (laughs) at one point in my life. I don't like this (laughs) sign-off. I hope you guys have been liking the new bi-weekly schedule. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you. Bye. Turn that shit off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Maggie said fuck you guys. (laughs) thanks for listening to our show for more content from us follow us on tiktok and instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons if you want to follow either of us individually you can find me maggie on instagram and tiktok at tea with margaret and jillian on instagram and tiktok at jillian keishlin art leave us a comment and say hi guys We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read. Give us a little book rack every once in a while, too. Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts.